0: You are listening to Speak On It With Who You With, Kirk Dog. I'm El Who You With, Kirk Dog. We are discussing the Cal Rittenhouse verdict. We're talking about a Marit Arbery trial as the jury uh, received the case today. Um, if they don't come back with a verdict tomorrow, uh, they will take a break and come back on Friday. Um, so we are waiting for the decision on that. They have rest for today. And how they start back up in the morning. If they don't come to a decision by tomorrow, it will be Friday. They will resume. And how we're talking about all type of stuff, all the cases going on in in the um in the news lately. The cowritten house, the Maude Arbery case, Amber Geiger, who tried to get her conviction overturned again last week. But she fell, so um, uh, you could join us in the chat room, chatting live with us, and uh, uh, let us know. Barack number 44NYC, welcome to the show. Uh, First time seeing your name on the show. Please take the time to subscribe to the channel. Uh, Like, share, tell a friend. We are live, and uh, you can join us and um, uh, chat with us in the chat room, and, um, and let's do it. So, um, but yeah, radio, you are right. Um, matter of fact, all um, uh, the boys said I agree with radio, and I also said Cal used that weapon as intimidation. That's a big no in gun safety. You never pull out a weapon to try to intimidate somebody, because first of all, it's illegal to do that. Uh, secondly, if that person have a gun, you just threaten their life by, by showing that gun, trying to intimidate them. And if that person wanted to, they could definitely take that as a threat and they can fire up on you. So you never pull out your weapon, not unless you have intention on using it. And just because you have intention to use it, it better be a damn good reason. Um, your life must be threatened. Yeah, well, it's not a tool to make a point in an argument with, I guess. Exactly. Um, a lot of people have lost their lives because of it. I know right now uh, in Tennessee, Tennessee was one of the first, one of the first state of this year uh, to make it legal to carry guns, and and they gun crimes have gone up quite a bit uh, since the killing of young Duff uh, last week. Uh, they've been shooting all over Memphis. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I've seen the data on the uh, stand your ground states since that law was enacted. the uh, The amount of uh, justifiable shootings has gone up eight percent. Mm. Why would it be going up? I thought it was supposed to prevent shootings. Well, probably the reason why they gone up, for the simple fact, somebody thinking, oh, I can show I have a gun, but they didn't realize that person they were showing it to had one too, and they took it as a threat, and they shot him. So it, 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 it is crazy everybody that's able to get a gun don't need a gun you have to be mentally stable to be able to do it and unfortunately a lot of people are not well my buddy um he um he owns guns up here he he's into like shooting at the range he's right into that kind of stuff and um he said to me he thinks like that mob of of gun People at the Kenosha riots, he he says those people don't represent like gun owners like him. Like, he goes, that to me is just absolutely insane that somebody would do that. Like, go into a a riot with a firearm. You're looking for trouble. To to him, that,
1: well, he goes to him, that just makes absolutely no sense. Like, you know, and he goes to the shooting range like uh, every week. He's right into it. He's got like a whole bunch. But see, up here in Canada, you can only use guns up here for going to the
0: range, or you can use them for hunting. That's it. You can't. We can't walk around with guns on us for personal protection up here. But you can. You can use it for home self defense, right? Are your business? Uh, well, you know it is funny that you mentioned that because technically, you're not supposed to
1: even use it for home self defense. But on, I guess, on a case by case basis. They will evaluate that because there was a guy, um, somebody broke into his house with a baseball bat and he was a licensed gun owner and he shot and killed the guy and then the police decided not to prosecute him. So I think it depends. I think, but the thing is, if you're going to use a gun, you better make sure, like you better be right, like a hundred percent, right? Like we don't have the castle doctrine
0: here. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be right. Even even here, some people get away with it, some people don't. But if someone, I've always been told uh, growing up, if someone break in your house, you wait until they get inside your house before you do anything to them. Uh, once they come across the threshold, or across the windowsill, you can do whatever you want to because they in your house. Um, yeah. But if they on the outside, doctrine that, in the castle doctrine, every state has different laws of that too. And that's um, that gun instructor
1: was really stressing that point. He goes like, whatever state you're living in, make sure that you that you go to a licensed gun instructor who who is licensed to actually explain the laws of your state to you and really get to know them. He says, because they're different everywhere. You know, you could move to another state. You just think, oh, well, it's kind of the same as where I came from. And he goes, you could find out really quickly what you thought you could do in the state you used to live in and you do it here. He goes, then you're you're sitting in jail, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm wondering, um, uh, the people that have the license, because some states have adopted that uh, allowed you to carry there, like Texas. I think you could go to uh, Arkansas, or something or Oklahoma, and carry. But now the Texas are not are requiring for people to have license. I wonder how that law is going to work in those states. Yeah, I don't know. That that's something else people gotta because, gotta be considered about.
1: See, it's fine because if, if you took our gun laws up here in Canada, the one state I think you could compare it to would be like Massachusetts. Our gun laws are pretty close to what theirs are, and hmm. Massachusetts has a lot of gun restrictions. Like, I mean, if you want to own a gun up here, you can. You got to go take a two-day, eight-hour course. Then on your application form you have to provide three references of people that have known you for three years. And then once you do obtain your license you have to join a gun club. And um, basically um, we have restricted and non-restricted weapons up here. So non-restricted is you can carry those out in the woods and things like that. Or if you live on a farm you can shoot on your farm and stuff. But you can't discharge fire. Of any kind of city limits or any of that kind of stuff but um, yeah and, and then what happens is once you are a licensed gun owner they check your record every day. Oh wow. so if You start to become known to police for like uh, domestic violence or something like that you start to you know um, like police are coming to your house well then they're going to take a look at like taking your gun license away.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know that's one of the requirements. If you are been in one of the questions on um on the uh, concealed license here in Texas, that if you are a um a been involved with domestic violence or anything like that, you're unable to get your concealed weapon license, and um yeah. which some people they would lie about it, mm-hmm. but. Who knows? And some people would buy guns for people that know they have no business doing it. Uh, yeah, that's crazy too. Uh, uh,
1: I wouldn't buy a gun for somebody like, "Oh, hey, can you buy me a gun? Why? Why? Well, I'm not legally allowed to have one, but would you buy one for me?"
0: Well, oh, okay. <laughs> I I cannot back in the days um uh, my first gun was purchased for me but m- mentally I knew what to do and what not to do and I it was like hey I wasn't finna go out and do nothing crazy and um it yeah. was basically for protection and When it was uh, said and done, I actually got rid of it um, because the gun got stolen. And when it was found, the cop told me that I would not be charged with the crime that that was committed because I had reported it stolen. And I'm like, okay. And at the time, I think a cop had got shot and he would not tell me if it was involved in that case or not but i i couldn't have that on my conscience i got rid of it uh oh, man. and turned it in i was like no if the person stole that gun shot the cop i don't want to have nothing to do with it and i got rid of it so turned the gun in and but said, when i do find it strange you know people will buy a gun for somebody oh no i never and did that they're on
1: parole or something or they're not allowed and and why would you do that because you just put yourself like you're going
0: to be in hot water you know if if anything goes
1: down exactly um remember that guy down in florida the one that killed those
0: three uh guys that were fishing oh yeah he had um, like 230 felony counts for the never to 26 that never should have happened who had no record bought him the ammunition that he used in the killings
1: of that so here so here she is now she's in a triple homicide case for for her first time ever dealing with the police and she bought him the ammunition she had to have known like he had some legal problems
0: yeah yeah well uh, the question is though did you well i guess you do blame her for buying the weapon but should the police be held accountable with having somebody with that many weapons and y'all not locking this person up beforehand? Yeah, well, 230 fel- I think he, he had 230 felony counts, and I think he had 16 felony convictions. And he was only what is in, in his early 20s. Yeah, he's 26, and this went from like the time he
1: was 14 to 26, so 12 years.
0: He never should have been on the streets. No way.
1: No. Well, and it was funny. He was already out on bond. I think he um, he broke some guy's arm with a uh, crowbar. And he was out on
0: bond when he committed this uh, triple homicide. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that that was a crazy situation. Um, all aboard, board asked the question. Um, why wasn't Kyle Friend charged with making a straw purchase? He actually been charged. Yeah, he just haven't. Yeah, he's, he's going to court in January. Okay. He's going to court in January. Uh, he did testify in the trial that uh, his court date was coming up. I didn't know the exact date. But they asked if if the prosecutor had offered him a deal uh, for testifying against against Cal and um, he told him no. So he's going to trial for it, which he should because it was wrong and um, you got to know what you're doing because for me, anything that I do um, one thing I won't do is purchase a gun for nobody, not during this time. When I've had someone to purchase a gun i will I was 20 years old and, um, but I was, I was way up above mentally my age. So I knew what to do and what not to do. And they purchased it for me, but it was also, um, you gotta know who you're dealing with. You going to purchase a gun for somebody who mentally not ready for one. That's completely different. Which. Uh, shortly after that. Yeah, I read the
1: police report on on Dominic uh, Black and uh, there was a bit more detail on there and apparently his dad was not happy that he bought Kyle this gun in his name. Yeah. like he, And that's why he said we're keeping this gun at the house. The the only time, like if you guys go target shooting, it's got to be on our property and this, that, the next thing. And, um, so, yeah, apparently his stepdad was not happy about it. But see, here again, I mean, I don't know, do parents ever put their foot down? Like, you know, I guess Dominic Black at the time was 19 years old, so he's technically an adult. So if he wanted to buy
0: this idiot, Kyle, you know, a gun in his name, I guess it was really up to him. But um, apparently he was not not happy about it. Well, his parents probably didn't know. And if they did, no, they should have told them, look, that's not a smart decision uh, to purchase a gun for someone, for someone underage, first of all, in your name. Yeah. Because you will be helped. accountable. Well, the thing. They, they, they bought it in May, and I think, uh, according to Black, they shot it twice at targets on, on their property, on his dad's property. And then... Um, In August, that's when the riots happened and he, he, you know, shot three people. So there you go. There's a, there's an idiot, got a firearm and in four months only used it twice, you know, to shoot at some targets and then commits or double homicide in four months. Exactly. Now, I'm going to see if you remember, I'm going to see if you remember how he got the money to, uh. To buy that firearm. Yeah, the stimulus check. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just wondering if you remember that or not. He used that stimulus check yeah. to do it. Um, uh, all the boys said, I wish we could all agree that violent weirdos need to be off the street on both sides. In my Trump voice. <laughs> um, so he um, said, I don't believe the dad didn't know. Um, I think he probably did. I think this was a well orchestrated cover up. They're staying on code, exactly. Uh, so, and, and here, here's another part. Like um, Dominic Black, when he was talking to the cops, he said he always stores the gun, like the firearms, with with no round chambered in it. Yeah. So that that was you know which which is you know common sense. Like you you know, for safety reasons. So obviously, the time Kyle took that gun, he must have racked around and was. he was either walking around, it seemed to me he was walking around carrying that hawk. Well, um, he, had to, he had to charge the weapon himself, right? Well, they did say they pulled them out the safe, so I would assume it was already loaded. But one thing that, that uh, Dominique said in the trial uh, was that once he heard the shot, first thing he thought about it was Cal. Now, it, and and when I heard that, it sounded like he contradicted himself because first he didn't know he took it. Now, when he heard the shot, he thought it was Cal. And he also admitted that they was there as a armed malicious group. Um, so at that point, it's like, which one is it? Did you know he had the gun or you didn't know? And well, he, did, he didn't know he had the gun because they drove down and the, the guns were in the truck. Well, I'm talking about the he got it like out of uncle safe, though.
1: Yeah, but the, I guess the point is, is, you know, if Black had been smart enough and put it, see, here's here's a question I have, too. Like, say, say his buddy said, look, you're not taking the gun with you, but you can take the first aid thing and just do first aid down there. Do you think that idiot would have gone down? No, he wouldn't. No, no. Nah. he wanted the gun. That's why he wanted to go down there so he could have the
0: gun. He wanted to show how bad he was. <laughs> and yeah. That's all it is. Um, he
1: wanted the experience. That's what he did it for. He didn't, like, you know, like this crap of, oh, no, I only wanted to help people. He didn't know anything. He knew basic first aid, like you know, how many people do you know? Know basic first aid? Lots of people. Yeah. And
0: that's, that, that's the thing, and, and also too, it comes out in the trial. They were all um, what was it? They were guarding an empty building. Now they had shot the guns earlier that day on on his family land because Dominique mentioned that. They came out, shot the weapons earlier that day, and yeah. his uncle put them in the uh, in the uh, safe, and then he pulled them out that night, just in case they need them. So, I I don't know. You it's know, just the gall of that Kyle guy just to go and grab that gun. Like it was, he was entitled to have that gun. Didn't ask anybody. Well, because he's got to have, you know, this is his thing. That, hey, this is my night tonight.
1: This is when I get to be in court. You know, that's what—that's why I can't stand this kid. Even for a seventeen-year-old, just the the bad judgment, the entitlement. Um, I see him on TV now, and he's trying to—he's trying to put himself across. His—he's he, got this condescending tone to him. He's going to have a lot of problems in life because he—what he doesn't realize is.
0: He's, he, he's got a big ego, but he doesn't realize that he's an idiot. Yeah. So, Cal's going to have issues going down the road. He definitely will. Uh, he would never be able to live oh, this wait, thing. I haven't
1: heard the right last of him. I, I bet you I, he will be in trouble again. Oh, yeah. Mark my words. I'm not saying it's going to be anything to do with a firearm. He will do... So- I will put okay I'll
0: bet you like one or five cents right now that he eventually will get in trouble again. We're going to we're going to see see it happen. Just like George Zimmerman did. Um he got off and uh we haven't heard about him in about the last year or so but um
1: well apparently he there's been reports of him, like, you know, people confronting him in restaurants and he's turning around saying, you know who I am? You know, I could I could really do a number on you and all this. See see what I mean? It's like once in a day you can't fix stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and and unfortunately you put a firearm in the hands of a stupid person,
0: th- this is bound to happen. That's true. Um the boy, she putting all type of stuff up. I can't even keep up keep up with her. Uh, but last thing she said, cow mother is a problem as well. She took him out drinking as he was on bail. It it's legal with a garden in the state, in his state, but against bail restriction. And also yeah, he went to that bar right after a court hearing. Yeah. Uh was that was right after the court hearing. Um. Uh, no. After that picture surfaced, that's when they the court didn't realize where he lived. At. Um but even here in Texas, uh, all aboard. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize: if you are uh, a minor and you with your parent or whatever, and you go to a bar, you can drink if your parent gives okay. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend that for the simple fact. Now you probably have some some R. Kelly in the place taking a, a child out drinking or something, allegedly R. Kelly uh, taking a child out. But drink. you know what?
1: I blame the prosecution on that because they didn't put in his bail conditions that he couldn't consume
0: alcohol. True. True. I guess maybe just assume
1: because he was underage all oh, well,
0: the he's not going to go out and, <laughs> and know, drink. It, it wasn't in
1: the bail restrictions, and, and then they, they added it after that, but again, I, I if I was a prosecutor, I would put the same bail
0: restrictions on everybody, Exactly. If they're underage, because you never know, like, you might get them on a bail, uh, violate their bail, just because somebody's underage doesn't mean they're going to get their hands on, you know, they can't get their hands on alcohol, right? True. Yeah. Um. And then the judge, even during that during that trial, I couldn't understand why um, he would not revoke his bail, his bail, knowing that the court did not know his address, his whereabouts, where he was staying at. He gave him the wrong information. Never updated his information. If that was anybody else, they would have been held accountable. Uh, would have been like no. You knew you needed to give that information to the court. Your attorney didn't give it to nobody, so no, that's that's you violating your bail. Well, that's that's when I began. Like when I watched that hearing, I was like, "Oh man, this judge is biased, and he's not even trying to hide it." Yeah, he he just straight up. The thing is, he was in charge, and he, you know his attitude was, "Well, what are you going to do about it?" Yeah, you know? I, I think he said, "I." I thought his um, temperament on the bench was terrible. He was too—he was too emotionally invested in it. Um, I, you know, losing his temper the way he did in in some instances. I thought I didn't think he was a very good judge at all. True. Now I kind of think when this first happened, and correct me if I'm wrong, for some reason it keep coming to my mind, um, Trump wanted to get involved and think he talked about calling the prosecutor or somebody in Kenosha when this first happened. And I remember him talking about it saying, no, he's innocent. we'll contact somebody um, to make sure he's not charged. And that's when people start rallying behind him and and raise that, that cash bond for him. Um, and I'm I'm trying to think who did Trump say he was gonna call. Uh, thank you, Rick. Uh all boys said this is a great show tonight, you guys. Uh, appreciate it. Uh no whenever I can hang out with radio chaos out of Canada is always gonna be a good time. Matter of fact, he's the one that sent me <laughs> my baba here. <laughs> On the toilet, tweeting. <laughs> Boy, I get. I had some uh, uh, some people to come over. I guess about a month ago, and um, they came into the studio. Uh, no, first time visiting, so they want to see the house, and they come through and they look at the studio, and they're like, "Oh my god, what is?" where you get this from? I'm like, Radio Chaos sent it to me. Who is Radio Chaos? <laughs> That's my brother from another mother out of Canada. <laughs> so, they pick it up, start shaking it. I'm like, tell my, ooh, it's heavy, too. <laughs> so, I shall appreciate that. Well,
1: that has smarter than Trump
0: is, so. <laughs> I, I want to get a... um. Uh, a chef behind me if I can have it on it and then I could just every once in a while I just shake it every once in a while. <laughs> um <laughs> but I shall appreciate that that gift. That's that's a wonderful thing. Uh, well, I knew you get a kick out of it. Oh yeah most definitely you know we everybody is welcome on the show regardless of who you support. Only thing we ask that you are uh come with facts and be respectful. No matter who you are, you are always welcome everybody have a voice on this show. We may not agree all the time, but when you start putting crazy stuff in the chat, it's my duty to just pass it up and don't display it. If you notice, I display a lot of message up on the stream. Um, so I display them, but then there's some message I just kind of read over and keep on going. So um, I don't put them up but everybody is welcome on this show regardless of who you are, who you represent. We just ask that you come in. Well, the thing you said about
1: Trump, like he, he wanted to talk to the prosecutor or whatever. Again, that shows the great orange clown doesn't understand the office of he old because he's in the federal government. Federal government can't go into state prosecutions and
0: tell them what to do exactly
1: that's that's you know remember what he was saying during the covid thing well the states should all handle it individually yeah well i mean so he he, at least he understood that each each state
0: is, is um under its own governor in that respect but yet when it comes to a prosecution, he doesn't like. He thinks he can just go in and, and he can influence whether they're going to lay charges. He, he doesn't have that power. Hold it. Hold that thought right there.